0: This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And we're on... Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. I'm your host, John Allen. Before I get started with this conversation, I want to remind everybody that in the description of this episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast platform, look in the description of the episode. You will see a couple, three links where you can click in if you would like to support my work that I'm doing here on the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And here we go, Rob Daniels. How you doing, my friend?
1: I am doing fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks for having me on uh, all the way from, uh, well, this is uh, amazing, Norway to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Amazing.
0: Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Canada, the home of some of my favorite uh, musical artists. Um, Neil Young is my favorite living musician, uh, the band Rush, which I refuse to accept the fact, uh, a couple of facts about Rush. I refuse to accept that Neil Peart is gone, and I refuse to accept the fact that Rush will not be playing live as a group ever again. I can't handle it. I refuse. <laughs> but again, it's, it's very good to have you here. Um, uh, I've been real excited about talking with you. You and I have a lot of things in common. Um, let me start with yeah. your career in the radio business, you are a radio show host.
1: I am, yes, a radio show host uh, in Toronto, Canada, uh, currently with uh, Z1035, Top 40 Dance uh, Station, contemporary hit radio, uh, playing all the hits for Toronto and beyond, uh, Z1035.com and uh, many, many social media platforms that we are on and trying to engage with uh, as many listeners as possible.
0: And you've been doing this for quite a while. You're a 20 year veteran, if I understood correctly.
1: Thankfully. Yes. Uh, still, still in it. I've, uh, I've had a lot of people question wh- uh, why you keep trying to go back. <laughs> if I've been uh, let, go, let go at certain places, but um, you know, I, I, uh, I've been inspired by uh, a fellow named Todd Stottlemyre who played 13 years in major league baseball. And I, I used to follow him all the time, 92-93 World Series, and he was a Blue Jay, and, and he wrote a couple of books, and one of them that really stands out to me is is the one that's called Relentless Success and and to Never Quit. He wears a, a baseball cap all the time, I believe it's his brand, where it, it says, Todd Stoudemire, don't quit, and, it, and that's kind of sort of my, the thing like that it. has... Kept me going, yeah. In radio, I like to be inspired by reading those types of books. I've read other uh, quotes from from great radio people that that uh, that have a great mindset when it comes to the business, and to just be appreciative as well of of doing the work that you get to do. So I always try and follow that mindset. And if I ever have a negative uh, thought come to mind, to always try and replace it with a positive.
0: Well, that's a great mindset to have, that never-say-die attitude, that that uh, that uh, thing where you just aren't going to quit. But now, tw- 20 years at the same job, there's not that many people these days that do that. People tend to bounce around a lot. What is it about radio that has kept you interested? What is it about radio that has kept you inspired? Why have you stuck with it for so long, even though you've had to bounce around a little bit and you've been let go a few times?
1: I think it's uh, the motions of the job being able to uh, edit, uh, you know, or sorry, edit in the studio. I love editing phone calls. We we have sometimes live contests with live callers, but I, lo- I love the editing aspect, the excitement from listeners on the other end, hearing that they're so excited about listening to the radio station for yeah. our contest, for our music is so overwhelmingly positive. It is surreal to me, and when I hear them, you know, we, we have a, a current contest going on where we're giving away a fully loaded uh, 2021 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon from Serpent Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here in the oh, GTA, wow. and uh, it's fully loaded. It's like a, a yellow uh, Jeep Wrangler and, oh, you know, man. decked out in the in the one Z- signage right now so we're, we're <laughs> driving around this summer to try and get it out in front of the public to see because by August 20th we're uh, our afternoon drive host uh, the hammer is giving it away so to hear people qualifying for it the excitement on the phones is amazing like well, and, and to make people's day is like the best part about it. you're making people's day and 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 making a difference in people's lives especially throughout COVID we are sort of the escape so to speak, format uh, from COVID, trying to lift people's spirits rather than give them more anxiety than they already have.
0: Now, it was over this past year with the COVID situation that you um, that you were writing and and you completed your book. Uh, what is it about COVID that either added to your writing process or detracted from? the writing process. In other words, I'm sure COVID affected your process in some way. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Uh, it, it, you know, it affected it positively because 15 months went by and, and it sort of, it, it gave me the extra time. Like I can't even imagine the amount of time I've saved because I, I, would drive to the radio station a lot at the time I was working in Hamilton when I first started writing the book. And that's about an hour and 10 minute drive each way for me. And that's about so two hours, 20 minutes. And, and, and I would be on the air weekends, weekday fill in. So you're looking at I don't know. I'm not so great at math, there, John. But I don't know how many uh, you know, <laughs> hours of driving. Yeah. yeah. With so the amount of hours of driving I saved by being able to work from home, which I still prefer working in the studio, but uh, with that extra time, I didn't want the time to go by and, and, and not do anything. My mind, and I'm sure as, as you could be could speak the same when you're a, when you're a performer, when you're a visionary type of person your mind sort of never stops. It always wants to innovate and always, get better.
0: And always.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you don't know want boredom is not something that is inside of you. You always want to well, be tr- trying the next challenge, right? Well, yeah, I, I, uh,
0: I, I've had this period of, uh, unparalleled creativity in, in my life as, as an artist, uh, so, you know, over the last 15, 18 months because of COVID, uh, Having yeah. more time at home, uh, I've put out more podcast episodes. I've done more writing. I've written more music, uh, more stand-up comedy. Amazing. And you, you seem to be a like-minded artist because I look at this whole thing with being on radio and having a radio show as a form of art, uh, just like a podcast is a form of art. It's a form of artistic uh, expression. So you and I are fairly yeah, like-minded yeah. in that of course we recognize pe- a lot of people suffered during covid and and it affected me in a yeah. couple of negative ways but for the most yeah, part absolutely. as an artist it was quite the positive experience and it looks like it was the same thing for you. I mean you have this you have yeah, this absolutely. Yeah, you have this great book now uh, um, Beyond the Mic uh that probably yeah, wouldn't right
1: over be here. Thanks so much
0: Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, hey, it, uh, it it's it's on order. I've I've there. ordered it through uh through Amazon. I've got yeah. it coming to me from uh, from Am- Amazon UK, actually. If I order things from the Amazon in the States, it takes forever to get here. So I ordered it from the UK and as soon as it gets Thank here, you. man, I'm gonna dive right into it. Tell us a little bit, you know, without right. giving away the main thrust of 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 Beyond the Mic, tell us what you've written about.
1: Uh, so in this book, uh, it, it's more so, uh, uh, well, if you want, I could read the the back of the book blurb. Would that help? Do that. Just sort of give us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here we go for this sh- So, for John's show, Uh, this is the back of the book blurb of Beyond the Mic, Rob Daniels. Go Beyond the Microphone with Rob Daniels. Having been a radio personality for 20 years in various markets across Canada, the COVID-19 pandemic offered Rob time to reflect on his life through therapeutic writing, while at the same time giving him the outlet to share valuable tips and life lessons. In this book, you'll discover what Rob hasn't been able to share about himself over high energy song intros and one minute or less talk time segments over the last two decades on FM radio. His bouts with anxiety, obsession, and depression will have you eagerly wanting to know more with the flip of each page. The same can be said for the brutal anti-Semitic verbal abuse he endured for three months while trying to live out his dream of playing on a baseball scholarship in the United States. Rob also talks about ways to manage certain types of chronic pain through his personal experience, along with shedding some light on his wife's brave battle with thyroid cancer, get his take on intermittent fasting, and read about some never-been-told funny and heartfelt stories regarding his parents, along with a chapter of praise and gratitude for his brother. Rob Daniels' is Beyond the Mic is a peek behind the stage curtain. At times, it shows Rob cozying up to the idea of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. It hasn't always been Sunshine and Roses, but Rob Daniels chooses to keep a positive, holistic mindset and finds ways of managing to live well in the moment.
0: I tell you, that makes me want to read I it. it. <laughs> that makes me wish yeah, that uh, makes me wish that Amazon had yeah. expressed delivery to, to Norway here.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Really, no, that means a lot. And listen, I, I, I understand yourself, too, that you, you want to write a book as well, and I can't tell you how much uh this isn't uh only about me like i I appreciate the promotion i just i really want the book to get out there for uh to influence as many people as possible whether that even be for you just for writing because you found out that i'm an artist and i've been writing a broadcaster could be an artist what you're doing being a a comedian and you uh you wanting to write your own book inspires me and if i can inspire you that's great and i I don't think anybody should be competing against one another the best thing is to compete against yourself and to become the better version of yourself the absolutely. Next day, the following day and that's what you do absolutely and, and so i'm 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 everybody my mindset is i'm everybody's biggest cheerleader i get uh, some anxiety here and there social media anxiety but in the end uh, for what i want as someone that sort of has adopted a little bit of a of a monk mindset is to try and cheer Everybody on. There's no like to me, I don't want to compete against anybody else. If you write a book, I'd be like, Holy cow, John, that's incredible. I'm so happy that you actually followed through with this with your dream of doing this and you completed it. And I would put it up on my page in a heartbeat and I'd try and be the first one to order it as well. And that's the type of person I am. And uh, And that's what uh, we so need more this... of.
0: That's what we need more of. And yeah. you know, the way I look at it is is your success is my inspiration and motivation. You know, I'm not into that competing with other people thing either. Uh, I'm, I can, you know, I put yeah. everything in a powerlifting sense. Uh, and as a powerlifter, yeah. I'm trying to lift more than I did at my last competition. That's who I'm competing against. Right. I'm competing against that, pr- that prior me, the previous competition me,
1: Exactly, and, and I
0: apply yeah. that, I apply that to life. And, and when it comes to inspiration and motivation, you know, the motivate or the success of others is what inspires me and motivates me. So I'm, I'm a big cheerleader as well. I'm, and, and here's another yeah. thing that I think is very interesting about you. And I talked about this on my previous, uh, previous podcast episode where I was solo. I talked about how um, it's very rare these days for a man to put their feelings out there, to put their failures out there, to put their challenges out there, especially when it comes to emotions or mental health. Mm -hmm. But you wrote about it. You wrote about it. You're talking about it now. um, And people are going to see that side of you if they haven't already. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like you're breaking new ground or is this just par for the course when it comes to you, you know, putting your, um, your emotional and, and, uh, mental or psychological, um, struggles, successes, failures, however you want to put it, you're putting it out there. Is this a new thing for you?
1: Um, it's, it's a great question. And, and, and the way you phrase that, uh, you know, so many thoughts come to mind. Uh, it, it, is, I'm, I'm a it de- is, I'm a decent podcast host. Necess- yeah, you're, you're an incredible interviewer. Um, you really are.
0: And <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying goofing to get used Thank to being you.
1: On the, I'm just trying to get used to being on the other side, too, because normally I do what you do, and yeah. I, I'm interviewing musicians or, or interviewing other public figures, and it's this weird, is not first isn't time it? I've actually been on, on the other... Uh, sorry?
0: I say it's weird, isn't it? I, I've been interviewed for a couple it of is. different radio shows and, and podcasts, and it's so weird to be the guest, to be the one that the, is supposed to guest. answer the question. It is. Yeah.
1: It is. So I, I, yeah, I love this, how we can switch it up, do both. Uh, and so uh, in answer to that question, I think um, I think that it, it, this was, COVID sort of paved the way for me to ex- express all of these feelings on paper. And it was really the most uh, challenging I've ever felt because I think it, I just started to get comfortable with my emotions. And that's what I encourage people to do is just, yes, if you need to, if you need to cry, something's really bugging you. Don't be, a, don't shy away from it. Make time for your mental health where you need to figure out ways of, of, of being comfortable with being uncomfortable and being aware of that. And just be like, yeah, I know today is a really bad day. Something's going on. I didn't sleep as well. And, and the, and the, ad- Agitation is worse. I try to remind myself on certain days and to become aware of that is, is really a meditative, it brings you to a meditative state, which is being in the moment as much as possible. Right. And being in the, in the moment is being aware of your thoughts and emotions uh, internally and externally from, uh, from the other point of view. So it could be, you know, anything, you know, and being mindful like you know trying to like today when we started this interview i was trying to get on here as soon as possible and know that your time is valuable but I'm, i i was having technical difficulties and running late with a couple of of things in my life and and then i you know i felt bad but it's like and it's like i have to be mindful of your this is your time too and so these are uh these are sort of tools that i provide in this book of of first of all it's it's really um me just, uh, reflecting on these, uh, on these times and, uh, in COVID and what, what I've gone on, uh, gone through in life beyond COVID, which is yeah, beyond the mic, but it, it, it so I'm trying to dive into that question more. If you don't mind repeating it, because again, well, I me on the other side, I'm, I'm not
0: what, used to it. So one, if I well, one, one aspect of, of your book, as I say, is, is the fact that you're putting uh, your business, if you will, your, your own personal business about uh, depression, for example. And yes. I think that that is yes. such yes. an admirable thing for any person to do, because we have this thing, especially among men, where we have to mm-hmm. put on the stone face. You know, we got to mm-hmm, puff out mm-hmm. the chest, yeah. pound it a little bit. You know, I'm strong and I got yeah. everything under control. I have no problems. Yeah. That's this thing that yeah. is going yeah, around. This, this overly, yeah. this, oh, you, you, and there's nothing wrong with being a man. There's nothing wrong with being tough, but I want, I, I, I try to be real. I don't try to be, I am real. Yes. Yeah. I'm often, tough. And, I'm tough yeah. and I'm strong, but I also, you know, I, I lost my son to a heroin overdose and I speak openly about yeah, that. Which it, is horrible. it crushed me I'm for so God's sorry about that. Thank you. It crushed me for God's sakes. And I still haven't risen up from that. And I think it does me, you know, for, to, to say it in on my own, uh, from my own personal experience, it does me well to be open about that rather than try and hide it because trying to hide it from my friends and loved ones, people who are close to me would be a much greater struggle than I would be able to handle on top of the grief. Yeah. So why not share it? Yeah. Maybe someone can learn something from it. Maybe someone can find comfort from it. So then to turn this back on to you and the way you're airing your struggle with depression, for example, um, is that new for you? Is this a new thing for you? You've put this in a book. Have you always uh, shared things like that with people? Or is this a new experience for you? Because men just don't do this that
1: often. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get what you mean. I, this is, uh, new, uh, to, to share it, but for being, for how long it's been happening, uh, in my life, the anxiety and the obsession and depression, I probably spotted this when I was, I want to say, uh, somewhere like 13, 14 years old. I remember. Uh, how old are you now? 37? And, uh,
0: so you live 25, yeah, 37. 20, 25 odd years then with depression and anxiety before, before you voiced it to anyone.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, and, and I think the anxiety and the obsessional behavior it was worse than the depression. The depression is certainly there uh, has been there at times, but, uh,
0: Maybe as a uh, result of the clinical,
1: anxiety. My, what's that? Sorry.
0: Maybe the depression shows its face as a result of the anxiety, for example. The anxiety, of uh, course. Perhaps. Yeah yeah? yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. They all, I think they all intertwine with one another. Here's how I can best explain it for I, I, I definitely see the attachment of anxiety and uh, obsessional thoughts, the depression part of it. Uh, for sure is in there probably because you have that um, um, or because I would have that, let's say. And, and so can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. You blacked out for a second, but you're back now. I can hear you. Um, <coughs> yeah. One thing that I'm very curious about in in, in the writing process, uh, you, you, you put some things in there that I don't think a lot of men would be brave enough or tough enough to do. And that is what, what, what I'm referring to is your uh, writing about, Depression, about your experiences with that and with anxiety and obsession. Can you tell me what it was like to put that information out there? Do you feel overexposed? Was it a rough thing to do?
1: Uh, it, it, it probably it, it is a tough thing to do, but I want people to know about it. So I just want anyone listening to to think about it as if someone were to reveal that they were coming out of the closet and they were gay. Same, same sort of scenario though there, you know, you wouldn't discriminate against those people. Everything in this day and age it has to be accepted. It should have been a long time ago. I don't know why it wasn't uh, it's the wrong mindset. I think if people that are still in that mindset where they're discriminating against race or s- sexual origin or mental health, it, you know, they got to give themselves a mindset reset is what it's called. You got to reset the mindset because I like that. that's, yeah that's so 1957 whatever whatever year 1857 you know um everything is in this day and age and should have been always that you need to be accepted for who you are what you uh stand for as long as it's in a positive light and there shouldn't be anything wrong but you know love is love when it comes to people that you know whether it's uh guys with you know uh gay if you're if you're males and females it doesn't yeah. matter and and this and, and it's the same thing with mental health and it's more so about you know if i was a boss anywhere or if i was like a manager i would not just for the fact of being not it's not i wouldn't say biased but having a soft spot for mental health it, i really feel those that come out who talk about it and are comfortable and somehow can get that off their chest and they start being comfortable yes. with knowing that, yes, this is who they are, then but I those, would want to hire that of... person because they, it makes them go 10 times more stronger into whatever they're doing. And I'll quickly just give you a perfect example of that is, is that NHL hockey player. Someone came out the other day or he yes. was, a, I don't know who saw it was. That. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I can't remember his name, but I saw that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah and he, and and he said that you know before his NHL career starts he wants to let people know that he's that he's gay and totally cool with that like let like because he just feels uncomfortable because at one point in time it was discriminated against or, or frowned upon so you know he wants people to understand this is what he who he is and and now he can be the best he can be when he feels yeah. like he's got the weight of the world left well,
0: it was a, it shoulders. was a, it was a very tough and gutsy uh, gutsy thing to do, um, and I think it's tough yeah. and gutsy uh, when people like yourself and, and even like mm-hmm. I did. I can pat myself on the back about this. It is a tough yeah. and gutsy thing when you say that you have an issue with depression or with anxiety, and you put that out mm-hmm. there. Um, now, I've been criticized. You know, some people hint that I that that I or others do that to seek attention.
1: Maybe some people do
0: that, but I think most people are motivated, motivated by the same um, things that you and I are motivated by, which is that by putting it out there, that it may be able to help somebody. It may be able to strengthen someone who's going through something similar. Right.
1: And yeah, it's, it's true because we sometimes like even in this conversation right now and every, everything I sort of approach in life and, and just you, you become, I don't want to say everybody's like this, but I have found that I have become a little more spiritual in the sense of just like, yes. why are we here every single day? if we're lucky to be here every single day and i'm so lucky when i wake up in the morning i am so grateful to be here i just want to be here and i want to just create a positive influence and enjoy the simple things that life has to offer like i would never i'm telling you right now you could give me two million dollars i would not purposely myself buy some sort of fancy sports kind of sports vehicle any luxury type car because it's not, I've, I've experienced so much of what life, the, 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 the hardships of it and, and appreciating the small things. Like I'm one of those guys that just goes for a walk. I want to get my 30 minute walk in a day. And I, and I just look at the, at the trees bristling in the wind and that's sort of just getting lost in that.
0: Let me tell you how therapeutic that is for me. Um, I had a long period after, um, I was operated on my shoulder in May of 2019. It was a very complex operation they put it was a, it was a um, tendon transfer they took an Achilles tendon and put it in yeah. my shoulder going across my scapula and around to the front of my shoulder and I it was it was so much pain and my balance was messed up I couldn't hardly even walk so I had over yeah. a year-long period without being able to go out and walk in this beautiful nature in Norway and brother I'm telling you it did something with my mental process. It did something with my ability to be able to handle things that kind of push a guy towards depression and, and, and anxiety. And now, yeah. after healing over the last almost two years from or a little over two years, I'm sorry, uh, since that operation, I've gotten back to walking out. Uh, up in the mountains and in the forests around here with my wife.
1: That's good. And what good a
0: big difference! It's not just the physical aspect; there is a spiritual aspect. There is a um, there's a meditative process that happens, and it's sure. it's a, it's incredibly mm-hmm. giving. It's incredibly giving. It's it's uh, it's therapy. It's therapeutic. It is for me anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Is meditation and that inner reflection a daily process for you?
1: Um, I would say it really, it is. Uh, It's, I try to incorporate it more. I think my... My uncle, who's more of a pro who introduced me to it, you know, he, he does something somewhere near like 25 minutes a day. I mean, he's also mind you, he's retired, he's late seventies and stuff. Uh, he'd probably laugh at me for, for, for the amount I do next to, next to what he does. I'm, I'm, I'm not the pro like he is. Uh, and I don't know if I can get to that point. I would love to, I, I, I think, you know, later in life, or maybe, maybe it comes sooner that I do more, but I think, I've sort of tried what he's uh, suggested so far, which is five minutes a day in the morning. I, I'm struggling with five minutes at night, but sometimes even in the morning, I'll just do 10 minutes and, yeah. and anywhere between five or 10 minutes. And I think even that's okay. Like I'll speak, sure. I'll, I'll consult with my, I'll consult with my brother from time to time who really is, is lives well as much as he can in the moment too. And he says, even, you know, and, and his, uh, his wife works with, children in psychology and, and they say too, the, the best thing, even if you give yourself five minutes a day where you're doing a mindfulness meditation of sitting there, closing your eyes, finding a quiet spot that you can focus on just your breathing, that's what you want. And then, and then when your thoughts go rapid fire everywhere, as long as you, bring your, those thoughts back to breathing and, and become aware that you're doing that. So it's like, you know, if you're, you're, you're closing your eyes and you are focusing on breathing, then you want to make sure. So then you're thinking about, okay, oh, well, I got to make sure I, I pick up milk on the way home from, from work tonight. Oh, no, back to breathing, back to breathing. You know, it, it's, becoming aware because there's no such thing as you know unless you become a really professional unless unless, yeah unless
0: you're on the top of a mountain in tibet somewhere you're going to be hit by these somewhat distracting thoughts but the main thing is to just come back around to getting in the moment focusing on your breathing and you will feel you will feel yourself relaxing you will feel your mind becoming more clear and over time those distracting thoughts will come less and less often with, with much less frequency. Uh, I, I exactly. try to, I try to get in, uh, uh, well, I do get in 15 minutes every day, but if I can get in more, I, I do really it. Amazing. And it's amazing. Oh, it's incredibly therapeutic. It's, it's, uh, it puts me in a more solid position to tackle life. It really does.
1: Yeah. And you just become more thankful, more aware, more, uh, stronger, they're, more they're giving. Excellent. Yeah very much someone that practices just mindfulness in general, uh, again, externally, internally. Um, so that chapter essentially, uh, it was very, very difficult to write because I really reflect on the time where it, it really hit me hard yeah. in, um, in Montreal. I was a broadcaster there for a couple of years and, um, you start, you know, when I went to, uh, Psychotherapy out there to try and to work on my um, on my anxiety and obsessional thoughts and um, and being stuck in the past. Uh, I it was it was really difficult. It was really difficult to go through that. And yeah. I would never wish anxiety upon anyone. I don't know if most people like understand the symptoms of anxiety. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about that. Yeah.
0: I, bet, yeah. I want to ask you what does, uh, how does anxiety manifest itself in your life? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So essentially what it is, is so uh, anxiety. The definition is negative anticipation towards the future. That's what anxiety is. And and so when you feel those those feelings and those thoughts and the, of the, oh shoot, am I going to uh, make it to work on time? Did I forget my lunch today? And or um, and and the and the what ifing? Um, am I going to be able to make next month's rent? All that stuff is negative anticipation towards the future. So we're talking about just trying to understand those thoughts and become aware that this is what you are feeling is called anxiety and 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 that's what you're reminding yourself. It's like okay, I'm worried about I'm worried about being able to make next month's rent. This is what anxiety is and how do you go about managing that is again to reverse back to well, all we have is this moment right now. I can't worry about that. I'm going to try and do everything I can to plan for that, but I can't worry about like, I'm going to try and right. find yeah. uh, a job and uh, uh, that is going to pay next month or, or find a side job. But right now I can't worry about that because I don't have one month from now. I only have right now in this moment. So I'm going to try and plan, but right now, I don't even know if I'm going to have my life in five minutes. We don't know. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I so think, that's the I whole, think
0: when people start thinking too much, you know, when they when they become a victim of anxiety, uh, and mm-hmm. they start thinking too much about what may or may not happen further on down the road, then it makes their now it makes their present life uh, much much less than what it should be, and then conversely, mm-hmm. or, or kind of a, a mirror thought is that I'm a believer in if my now if my present day is optimal that optimal mm-hmm. now will reflect going forward and it will take care of itself it will take care yeah. of some of the humps in the road that are to come but you're not going to take care of those humps if you're not reflective uh, i'm sorry if you're not introspective in the moment
1: the yes, moment today exactly, yeah. today is what
0: causes the ripples upon which one will walk in the future.
1: Exactly. And those are great sayings. And, and you, this is how we have so much uh, alike. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and I think the reason why we have so much to say and, and to inspire is because pain is our teacher. So you've yes. been through a ton of pain yourself emotionally and uh and, and through your mind with your, with your son and can't even imagine what that must feel like. And so when that pain manifests itself over time and you start becoming a student of what you're going through, that ultimately becomes your teacher. Uh, You, you become the teacher of it and you have to go through it in order to teach it, to try and positively influence lives and, and, and get people to be on board with your tools and, and and ways of trying to manage uh, these things that go on in your life. so but pain yes, could and have, and pain, pain and, and so
0: no I was gonna say pain could have broken me down and put a stop to any progress. pain could have also done the same thing for you uh, to you. What is it about you or what is it about your circumstance that has led to this situation where you've actually risen up from your challenges and those challenges have actually propelled you forward?
1: Um, I I think it's more so a lot of just the learning and becoming uh, aware of it and to uh, essentially I again the the reminders of of things okay Rob I'm going to you know uh, here's the obsessional behavior so let me give you an example of um, the awareness part so the awareness is what has helped me and propelled me moving forward. I'm not perfect. I really have some bad days. I do, um, but I'm working on it. That's probably the last bit of my therapy that my my psychologist and I have been really trying to work on with, with myself, and I'm trying to uh, get better. We've, we've finished some, se- some sessions, but I might go back. Who knows? I might need it more. It's really... The anxiety that kicks in, the obsessional behaviors, and and the, and I don't think that COVID nineteen has helped. So anxiety is like, yeah, the negative anticipation towards the future. So, oh my gosh, could I give somebody COVID nineteen because I forgot to wash my hands, or I I was biting my nails by accident, and then like ten minutes later, I went to go get bananas at the grocery store. I forgot to sanitize. Oh shit, that I give somebody COVID. Sorry for swearing on, on the podcast. But oh god, yeah, no. I, you know what? I have. I have. So, I've had the most. Is,
0: I've had the most filthy mouth. St- Stand-up comedians on here, so swearing is okay. Uh, okay. No problem. Okay. It's
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. My that. All right. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So that's those. Yeah. Those are the obsessional uh, things that I that go through my mind. And so COVID hasn't helped for people that that have OCD right. tendencies like yeah. myself. So that's the obsessional behavior is the washing the hands. How much are you washing your hands? And, and it's vigorously and you're going through more soap bars than you should. And this is what I'm admitting is that, and people that don't admit it, they're, they're just lying. If they don't, if they say they don't have OCD, and I, I've met a lot of people that do admit it. and I'm, and I'm just like, good, good. Yeah. Admit it because we all have it. It's not something. We all have something.
0: Yeah. And again, I think that, that being open about those things, you know, you don't have to paint a sign on your forehead, but, but but when it fits, being open about things like that, I think is quite relieving. It's 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 mm-hmm. such a burden to carry on and try and hide from your friends or from your associates yeah. on the job or whatever. That can be so consuming that all it's gonna do is add to the anxiety. It's gonna add to the mm-hmm. uncomfortableness. It's gonna add to the you know, and all of a sudden now also you have agoraphobia. Now all of a sudden you have that because you're 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 actually pile you're you're adding to your mental discomfort instead of relieving it
1: so absolutely and this is where i really want to say and and plug this for 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 anyone listening that is is it's okay to not be okay and to really if you feel like you can't it's life is just getting to be too much you have so it's very overwhelming uh, try and find the help that you need. Uh, if it's a psychologist or any type of therapist, whatever it, it is so that you can cope uh, day to day. Uh, because I, I felt that I, 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 and I was wondering, you know, this was about 10 years ago, 11 years ago when I was in Montreal, like what was happening to me? I, I you know, and I write, I reflect on that in the chapter, I, because I didn't understand it at that point. And this is when mel- mental health was a little bit not, it was still, being a little bit accepted, but it wasn't like it wasn't being blown up as it was since I would say 2012 onwards. This is 2009. Facebook had been interested, been, uh, invented, you know, three, yeah. four years back and, and you didn't see a lot of mental health stuff. And I was going through it and, you know, wait, uh, big time. I want to say, uh, and what it does is it's scary. Like, I mean, I, I'd say the one thing that really I noticed, uh, is, it interferes with your life. So much. when it's not being managed, uh, then you, like I, I took the wrong subway stop. I got off at the wrong subway stop to meet somebody. I, uh, and that happened on more than one occasion or I get, you get the wrong yeah. type of grocery store item because, uh, because your mind is elsewhere. Yeah. And you're just,
0: you're not in the moment. You're everywhere else except you're for not in, in the, the moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so this is what my, this is what my teacher was in the sense is like, what is going on here? And I, I kept, I was supposed to get a friend. I'm like, Oh, sorry, man. I, I, I missed mm-hmm. uh, the, the subway stop to get you at the train station because I, I wound up at the, the, I took the wrong direction. And normally I wouldn't do something like that, but I was, I was so troubled in my thoughts. And, and this is why I think it, it is in this day and age, especially in COVID and everything that's gone on in these last few years with, uh, racism and all kinds yeah, yeah. of things that are happening out there that just, we need to learn to be gentle to one another. We're all on the same team. That doesn't matter what your color is of race or this or that it's, we all bleed bread and we're human beings. Like, it's like, you know, when, when wolves are all on the same team, do they, you know, <laughs> yeah. hate on one another exactly. do they, they're, they're the same pack, yeah. right? Humans yeah. need to like humans more. And, and this is why some, sometimes when I try and teach my, um wife as well it sometimes troubles me sometimes when she says she likes animals more than she likes human beings sometimes oh, that kind of bugs point.
0: me that that kind of bugs me when people say that
1: that bugs me too sometimes yeah, yeah. and i i mean I, lo- I love my wife but that that phrase just bugs me because i'm like we are all on we need to be there for each other so that because it, this is our team human race is our team and the wolves and the bears are in, are their team. Like uh, and 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 cats and dogs and like, listen, yeah. uh, they're great animals and as good pets. And uh, if that's what helps you uh, meditatively and and in life to have a pet, I'm all for that. If that really helps you. But humans need to be on the same side more than we have in the last uh, five years. I'd say. I'll
0: take my wife uh, over. A, I'll take my wife over a pet poodle any day. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I, I, yeah. I would take my wife too. And I'm sure she would take me too. It's just more so the other, she noticed. I think that's more of a generalization of what she has seen in the news and people bickering at one another and sometimes. the thing is. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, there's a lot of ugliness in the world, but I believe that there's more beauty in the world. I'm not, I'm not these, I mean, a lot of people have kind of given up on humanity and and they'll say things like, you know, I, I, I love animals more than I love, uh, uh, humans. And okay, that's fine if that's their view, but I see more beauty in the world than ugliness. I do. I truly Mm do. Yeah. There's a lot of ugliness, but there's so much more beauty. Um, I think, I think it's about mindset I think it's about your mm-hmm. your your inner circle, um, and I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to say yeah, and I don't want to say that a lot of people suck, but I'm sorry, a lot of people suck. And by suck, that I, I say they are. I mean, if, if if you are close-minded to your own situation, you have mm-hmm. to engage in a little bit of introspection and see what are you putting out there and what are you allowing back in to your life. And that means you got to check yeah. your, you got to check your inner circle. Um, it doesn't hurt. Exactly. It That's doesn't so hurt to change out some friends. It doesn't hurt to yeah. distance yourself from family. Um, it definitely, know your boundaries. exactly. And it definitely doesn't hurt to seek new relationships, new friendships, and let some new people mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. Doctor John says. Doctor John sense. says,
1: "Yeah, yeah, it really. Yeah, <laughs> you could be um, seriously. You make a lot of sense with that. And uh, and again, we have so many of the same uh, rituals and things that we follow. And uh, I mean, yeah, I, we, uh, we
0: have a lot in I common. I think
1: that mental health.
0: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, no, no. Just to sum up that chapter, I just think, you know, it's more of a, a mental health uh, thing to create awareness. Some, uh, that's what the whole beyond the mic thing was, is to learn about things you thought I'd never uh, experienced before. or that you know, everybody's going through a struggle we, we don't, we know nothing about. And that's kind of what that is so this true. is. I've, I've yeah. said this. Yeah. And, and and I've said it on um, a couple other interviews as well that i think the main thing is is this book is more so um if you could if you could see this and then it's like if you could see that it wasn't my face behind there but if it was robin williams face robin williams face
0: may he rest in peace
1: Yeah. So, uh, rest in peace, Robin Williams. He was an incredible, uh, uh, genuine human being in this world. And if he was able to tell his story more and maybe find ways of coping, um, that would be what this book is about is, is beyond the mic there. It's taking the mask off, not the COVID-19 mask, but the, the mask of, of Everything's okay uh, and dandy, which it, it, I try and make it do because I am a positive person. But this is things that you never thought I necessarily would have gone through. But then there's also chapters as well that that dedicate to great ways of trying to live your life daily. Um, it's not I'm someone at the end of the day that feels like you really need to follow what's best for you in terms of your daily rituals, what you do for your habits. And one of my habits, uh, I'll tell you, John, and I, and, and, and you may be different from this because again, everybody has a different take on it, but I really dig deep into intermittent fasting and how it has, uh, very much benefited my life. And you might, and some people might not like that they may need breakfast lunch and dinner or their or their doctor tells them that they fasting is not something you can do at this point because of personal issues whether it's a medical reason that it's not good for them but for me i i tell you i i don't know what i would do without it since i was introduced to it in 2016 and it has been the best experience of my life for my personal Mm -hmm. morale every single day and, and really making food. Uh, how do you say this? That everything in life is a business that you have to understand that food is a business. Everything you see off the highway in terms of fast food advertisements, everybody's trying to get you to have their products and that's what it is. And that's the same thing for food. So you, you, you're like, you know, you see those things, those, 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 uh, advertisements of the, the big cheeseburger on the, on the billboard, or you see the, the bag of chips that that's in the, in the food aisle. And you're just like, you can't, and, and listen, everything in moderation. I'll tell sure. you first, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm exactly sure. Like we all do it and I'm not like that, but, um, I, I, I've, I've splurged too, but it, to give yourself discipline every day and incorporate discipline in your life yeah. every day, intermittent fasting brings your mindset and your, I, your vivid thoughts to a new yeah. level.
0: I am a definite believer in the benefits of fasting. I just did an episode, a couple, three episodes back where I talked, um, it was a solo episode, and I talked about a 60-hour that 60 hour dry fast that i had just completed.
1: Wow. So
0: i, all, you did I that. Yeah, so you could say i live a fasting lifestyle. I'm always at the very least and i say in the very least i'm in an intermittent fast, but i can also throw in more extreme fast. My record so far, personal record is a 86 hour long dry fast and what yep and i continued (laughs) and i and i continued my um so-called elite powerlifting training during that fast um so to do that
1: that shows you how strong your mind is like look point to that brain and mind of it That. Is what it's doing every day is to test your mind. Fasting. How far can you bring it?
0: Fasting not only tightens up your body, but it will tighten up your mind. It will tighten up your spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. Fasting is where it's at for me. I mean, it's medicine. Fasting yeah. is medicine. Fasting yeah. is meditation. Is. Fasting is spiritual. Um, it, yeah. I want this vessel, this damaged yeah. and imperfect vessel, uh, even in that condition, even in that state to be as good as it can be. And
1: fasting for exactly. me is what
0: works the best. So amen, brother. Fasting is where it's at for me.
1: Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. Good for you. So do you do it every day then or, or every, once in a every, while or every, uh, every
0: day? I have at least a 16 hour space before I eat Look, every, for, for, every, every 24 hours. I have 16 hours where I am not eating. So at the very least I'm doing an okay. intermittent fast. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, uh, so you're
1: doing eight, eight, eight 16 window. Yeah. Eight hour opportunity. Exactly. Uh, to eat in an eight-hour window. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, then uh, sixteen-hour fast.
0: And then a couple, maybe a couple times a week, I'll put in like um, like a forty-eight, a thirty-six to a forty-eight hour long fast. And then a couple times yeah. a month, I'll put in that extreme dry fast. Now, when I did that sixty-hour dry fast a few weeks back, a couple a couple episodes ago, uh, that was the first dry fast I had done in over a year, and it was surprisingly easy because i had the proper mindset you have to go into a long extreme fast like that with the proper mental preparation or else you're
1: oh yeah else, yeah. You're, not,
0: else you're not gonna make it uh, but once wow, you have you your... are
1: incredible john i mean oh. the furthest i've gone is a 48 hour i think i've done a 48 hour and it wasn't and and when i do the 48 hour it wasn't dry it's more so black coffee I see. and yeah. water yeah yeah I, I i may have been a bit more reformed to it where i had some like milk or cream in my coffee in, in the middle of the, the 48 hour fast. But I know the traditional one is always black coffee and water, but the dry fast I hear, which my friend tells me, uh, is, is really a, a good It takes it to a new level. What you're talking about, it's just phenomenal. not even coffee, not even water. Really? Eh? It's
0: phenomenal. Um,
1: okay.
0: I can't. I, I can't even put words on it. I, I should put words on. I should do a podcast series. That's what it.
1: you should do. You should do it. Yeah, and, and in your <laughs> book, you should write about intermittent fasting too and how it's helped you. And then that could could help others as well in in, uh, in ways of their life. And that's what that's that's what I did with this. Was just really reflected on how it was introduced to me. And this is what where, where where life is important on how you approach others and how you treat others because the, he influenced me for, and for the last five years, every single day I've incorporated this into my life from a fellow that, uh, that I reflect on. It was just the, the nicest guy ever that I still keep in touch with. He knows there's a chapter about him and, uh, and, and, and how it was introduced was like, you know, Rob, um, have you ever heard of intermittent fasting before? Why don't you, why don't you try it? Give it a try and, and see how you, uh, see how you like it. Give, give it, you know, give it a week. If, if you like it after a week, try it a month and then see where you're at with that. If yeah. you don't notice results, yeah. go back to what you were doing before. It's okay, yeah. but just give it, just give it a try. See what happens after a month. And, and, and when I was doing high intensity, uh, cycling at one point back in, in, uh, I don't know when, in 2000, from 2000. Twelve to two thousand sixteen uh, ish. I want to say because I was in a car accident as well in in, in twenty sixteen. So uh, that that was my savior was intermittent fasting because when I when I could do the the cycling in uh, in in certain months of twenty sixteen, I was I was actually like I was losing the weight and people yeah. were asking how how did you lose how did you drop the weight and I, I would never. Boast about it. I was always someone to just keep it like you know. Hey, if you wow. notice, that's great. I just yeah. Yeah. I, I feel great, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to jinx anything. So if you notice, that's cool. <laughs> and this is sort of what Beyond the Mic is about too. Is sort of writing about it and how it came about five years ago, and this is now my habit for the last five years. And and I didn't want to jinx anything, saying anything too soon. I lost the ten pounds, but I I feel like now. Uh, after developing the chronic pain, I have taken it to a new extreme because I used to do what you were doing as well eight eight hour window six eight hour window to eat and uh, relatively well and healthy, and the sixteen hour fast, um, and I would do that for a while while I was in high intensity yeah. workouts, and I, I found I was losing weight right to the it was amazing because i was yeah. and that's you the know, thing burning, with fasting and yeah
0: and that's the thing with intermittent fasting combined or any form yeah. of fasting combined with proper exercise it'll kind oh, of yeah. and yeah. i'm not saying you should find an excuse to eat like a pig but it does give you room to have that that little yes, bowl that of ice little, cream a, a little bit cake, of chocolate that, uh, it gives you room for that and you're not going to get the sure. bloat you're not going to get you know you're not yeah. going to gain weight from it so it, yeah. there's and- just so many things that are good about fasting
1: Absolutely. And, and I think it's, uh, listen, it's, uh, to me, it, it's, it's really beneficial for, for, for my life. It might not be for everybody, but I, I that, that's, that's what the chapter sort of does is to try and positively influence you to at least try it, do what, yeah. what my, my yeah. friend told me uh, to do.
0: What and I always to say to people—don't
1: force it upon anyone.
0: Yeah, what I—that's that, important yeah, about no. not forcing it on on anyone, because some people who fast get real pushy yeah. about it. Um, and I—I I, I say, oh, yeah. no, say to people, what I say to people—yeah, what I say to people is, fasting is not going to hurt you. Uh, it can no, only no, no. help you. So you try yeah. it, and you may or may not yeah. like it, but it will definitely help you, and it definitely won't hurt you. It may be uncomfortable, but that's you know yeah. discomfort doesn't
1: harm you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you can. Go. Let me let me let me ask
0: let me Sorry. ask you something, Rob, because um, yeah. unfortunately, because of technical difficulties, we've used a lot of time on that, so we don't have as much time as I wanted. We kind of have to start uh, winding this up. But let me ask you this: um,
1: I, I should have another ten minutes if you want. Uh, Your is that
0: okay? Yeah, yeah. About about ten minutes. Yeah, um, yeah no. Problem. But in in beyond the mic, there's a lot of yeah. different things that you're writing about. Some things are more serious than others there's a little bit of humor in there from what i understand what is the main thing that you want your readers to get out of beyond the mic
1: the main thing is uh probably for them order of importance uh, to me would be that if it helps you change your life in a positive direction with um whether that may be talking about anxiety and depression and some of your obsessional behaviors like I have had and still sometimes have difficulty because we're living in the moment with covid and and all these new things that we learn every day so if if it helps that person reach out to get help to admit that they have a, a problem and and because the diff- most difficult part is to i find admit it and then and then go and speak to someone there's a lot of people that just d- are too proud to do that there's this too yes. proud behavior yeah. right and there's listen no up, such speak listen, too listen, listen up men
0: listen listen up men you you don't need to be so tough all the time this is for men
1: yeah 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 it, you really realistically uh, i find if we want to be our most authentic selves we just have to be comfortable with uh, of, of of being who we are and yeah. and um and to me, I want that to, to come across, that people can go get the help and better their lives. Uh, or if they feel like they can help themselves in some other way, whether that be that fasting helps their mental health and, you know, it's yeah. less therapy sessions, it you know, if that um, or if they find ways of. Of being inspired, there's a, a chapter out there uh, called "Keep Dreaming," um, dedicated to the Field of Dreams movie site in Dyersville, Iowa, and that really speaks uh, volumes in terms of of dreaming and what it's like to actually fulfill. A dream and 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 I've been so blessed and grateful to fulfill so many. I mean, not everything has has come to fruition, but I, I again, replace it's a the negative with a positive. It's a process, and and I've been so thankful for so many uh, things that have uh, dreams that and and dreams are that you know that fire inside of you that you really want to do this. You know, I really wanted to write this book. I really wanted to be on the radio <clears throat> in Canada in certain cities and certain day parts and 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 that was what that chapter is about the feeling of dreaming and to try and instill that into somebody that might be working a job that's nine to five and they absolutely hate what they're doing and that there could be more out there for them that would be more satisfying and fulfilling for them for their lives that they can be their greatest self. I would say for,
0: I would say that for people, there's, there's always something more out there. There's always something Mm -hmm. it, it may or may not be better. You know, you might try something and you find out that now you're a little worse off than you were before, but you've gained experiences. So there's Always something different out there from, you know, there's always a new path to go on. And that right there is what I hope can inspire people to just keep going. You know, a lot of people get met with some of these challenges that you've been met with, and they give up and they turn to drugs or they, they take their own life. Or they do things it's, that lead. They do simple. things that lead to incarceration. I would want people to to know, and I hope that they get this in some form or another from from your book. That there's no reason to give up. Quite the opposite. There's so many reasons to continue. There's always a different path. Always.
1: Yeah, yeah, and life life is a gift. It really is. There's so many. We we. Um, I, I, try to remind myself of that every day and, uh, there's, you know, the, the, the book touches on so many things. It's not, uh, I can't wait going to get back it quickly. I I hope Amazon gets we it We have quick. another interview after you read it too. <laughs> I can tell you,
0: I can I can tell you this, uh, Rob. We're going to have another podcast episode once I've read it. Absolutely,
1: no, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. I can't wait to. Um, this is uh, yeah. I just want to keep talking about the book to try and put instill it in, into so many people. And and uh, so the last little thing I'll tell you to in terms of the you know um, anxiety portion, or is the uh, um, was it the one that really affected me uh, that the depression part of it i would say what i really noticed if i'm trying to put awareness into the picture was there's a chapter on seasonal affective disorder so i went through a period of in the last five years another one of these things again everything is the mind the mind where is the mind going all the time and and that for a good eight months, that was where it was going. I loved my job, everything about it, back in twenty sixteen, seventeen. But my mind was going everywhere again. And what was it doing this time? Well, Rob, you were you were bugging your friends constantly about uh, sending them a screenshot forecast pictures. Oh my gosh, I would do anything to live in in Florida right now. I would. I want to be in Florida. I want to be in Southern California. I wanted to be everywhere but here in this moment, and and that. Is what that chapter is about. Okay. It was and trying to teach you, trying to teach you that you should be able to live wherever you are. You know, as long as you hopefully have a roof over your head, that is, you know, and and food on the table, and that you, know, you can stay nourished and try and stay healthy. You should be able to live yeah. anywhere, and that that's what that experience taught me. Um, I, I do take vitamin D to manage that, um,
0: and very and important, to, very important. Yeah,
1: yes. And I try to entrench myself in the things that will make you proud to be Canadian. Like I am proud. It's just, I, 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 the Canadians need something to look forward to all the time, I believe. And, and, and humans do in general, but especially because we have like the, uh, six months of how many months is it of, of winter? It goes from like about November to, to May one, where, we're in, a, it's either freezing cold or we have a, we have dark clouds and, yeah. Yeah. and so we need to take that vitamin D because we're not getting outside as much, which we should. So I try to It's a and big force issue myself. here in
0: Norway, especially further up North where we have our other home where we get this, you know, half, you know, the, the whole summer is all light, but all winter it's no sunlight at all. Well, That's well, north, well north of the D. Arctic circle and that vitamin D is essential. You're just not going to make it. You're just not going to have an optimal winter. If you don't have that vitamin D level that you should have, you're just not going to have. it.
1: Yeah. And that's what was going on with me. I was noticing that I I hadn't taken vitamin D at this point too, too much. I uh, introduced it, but then I spoke to my family doctor and uh, other doctors I've seen just to try and figure out what uh, is the right dosage for me in the winter. And I think it's different for everybody, what you need and, So to really be aware of that, that's what happened in that, in that chapter. And, and, and to give my, my friends shout outs who, who dealt with me through that winter where I'd always want, it's not like I don't still dream of that. Like, you know, when I'm, when I'm, if I ever get to be retired or, or, uh, you know, Canadians like to spend winters down South, maybe even one month, two months in the winter would be fantastic. But I was getting, I was getting outrageous. I'm like, I gotta, i was just. I would do anything to, yeah. to just live in Southern California. I was getting out of my, and, and th- those dreams still do exist. Like being a, a, a drive PM drive announcer in like San Diego and, uh, and, and being, the, and being their, their PA guy at, at the San Diego Padres game or, or even triple a baseball, double a baseball, because I love baseball so much. And that's, there's baseball in this book too. And to be around baseball more, but uh, my family's here and, and, yeah. and, everybody and my family needs me and I, I don't want to get, uh, selfish like that. And, well, uh, I, I fulfilled a lot of dreams already. So what can I do with my family to celebrate with them and, and have them in my corner still so that, uh, you don't lose everything yeah. by chasing the things that, you know, um, it's got to make sense for your life. You don't want to well, sure. throw everything away. No, right?
0: no, but you're, you know, you're still young. Um, you, uh, yeah. You've risen above some of your challenges, uh, challenges. Of course, there's going to be more challenges to come, but I'm sure yeah. now, uh, and maybe especially because you've written this book, you are now in a more stable position. A, you, you have a more solid foundation. You're a stronger man for having written this book, uh, yeah. which is then going to put you in a better position to tackle anything that comes along the road. But it's going to, more mm. than that, it's going to make you a better man in the moment for yourself. And for your family, it's, uh, you know, and again, I, and I, and I haven't even read the book yet, but I can say that I love the book because knowing, uh, knowing you from these past few conversations I've had and now getting to know you better through this, through this episode and hearing more in detail what this book is about. I just know it's going to be a good experience to read it, man. I can't wait.
1: I yeah thank you so much john really means the world that uh that you've had me on your episode today and uh we we definitely need to do well, this again a, once you've read the book
0: well, you have a lot you have a lifetime supporter in me right here this <laughs> is uh this is not a podcast episode this is step one of our friendship let's look at it that exactly,
1: way exactly exactly we'll look at it like that and, and you as well i'm 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 proud that you've risen above all that you have gone through and, and can find ways that, and can hopefully to continue to find ways of of uh, of managing each day and uh Staying positive and, and reflecting when you need to.
0: Listen, Rob, I want you to do two things for me before we wind this up. First, yes. um, I'm going to say three words, and then I yes. want you to complete the sentence. One sentence, okay? All right. All right. You ready?
1: First, words, so here we go. Two. The first
0: thing, Rob Daniels is?
1: Optimistic. Mm-hmm.
0: Rob Daniels is optimistic. Yeah, is great. optimistic? Great. Okay. All right. That's great. Yeah, that's that's good. great. Yeah. Now here's here's the yeah. other thing I want you to do for me, if you would please. Yeah. Can you say something? I don't know, a sentence or two, or maybe a short paragraph. Can you say something that will that my that my viewers, whether they're watching this on YouTube or li- or my listeners, if they're listening to this on a podcast platform, can you say something? That could possibly inspire them because that's the whole thing behind this podcast. I want, Mm -hmm. uh, first and foremost for myself, I need motivation. I need inspiration and I get that Mm -hmm. from the guests that I bring on. I learned something from you people. And then following that, I want my listeners and my viewers to find some sort of inspiration or motivation or something that they can learn. Can you say something, that my viewers and listeners can carry with them maybe for the next day or two that might lift them a little bit higher, a little bit lighter on their journey through their life.
1: Yeah. um, I, I think it's finding what works for you and you have to be, your own person, uh, there's not, you know, obviously consult with, uh, people and, and your closest family, um, as much as you, as much as you need to. But I think about a lot, again, your time on this planet, my time on this planet and, and that it's never promised and what you have to do, you know, my wife and I, we, 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 we have we, we had head to head on this a lot at, at times about even just you know finding a normal <laughs> a normal job i've never really had a normal job yeah. in my life and and uh and we are we argue about this and, and and whatever's best for the family i believe you know if i've ever found a normal job that i could be happy and i would be totally for that um but everything I involve in my day, I feel like I'm trying to master my own day by by being involved in the things that I excel in best. I'm open to learning new things, and I've mastered my mind to know in certain situations where I get frustrated. Okay, I don't want to learn this, but I should learn this. and. Mm. my father my father-in-law is incredible at uh at at building things he's great with his hands and i'm not and i would love to learn from him but i know that i know that deep down inside he i need to learn from someone else because (laughs) they're the masters at that and and um you know i don't know if you've ever lived in uh uh, or, or, or uh, been around many uh, Italian people who are the, the most nicest people in the world, Italian people, but there is a <laughs> lot of things about not mastering their thoughts and emotions. And there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of high strungness that I find I struggle with in my, I, see I have you. to constantly remind myself. Right. And yeah. so they, you know, they want you to, someone wants you to do this or be this person or that person. Uh, they want, you know, the father wants their son to be the NHL hockey player that he should have been and he never was. And he keeps pounding in the pavement to get his son to make the yeah, NHL because yeah. he couldn't. Right. That's what you do not want. And that's, that's and quite so toxic. I, that
0: is quite toxic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so anybody that's in that position to feel like they need to be, they need to be motivated and they need to get out of that, that's what they need to do. They need to find what lights up their their insights and that's what they need to do more of because they have to keep reminding themselves they're not guaranteed 2 minutes from now. They're not guaranteed 5 minutes from now or tomorrow. Right. So yeah. do more of what you love and the money stuff will come if you're good at, 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 at something. And, and even if you'd have to take your mindset to, okay, oh. my nine to five, will my nine to five will be that job that I don't necessarily li- like right now, but I'm paying the bills. But what are you doing with your 6.00 PM to 11.00 PM? That's that where you got to try and
0: find That is a whole block of people's lives that could be, put towards productivity, inspiration, creativity. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't see that. They just don't see that opportunity in that block of time.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and yes, you do need your relaxation and stuff. And and that's totally fine. But you
0: don't, but how many seasons, how many seasons of Seinfeld can you watch before it gets old? You know, (laughs) Turn, turn the TV off, put all that stuff aside. And, you know, you know, and maybe not even every day, but. From time to time, maybe just look at that block of time and figure out what you can do with that to further your personal development.
1: One hundred and fifty yeah. percent, and, and uh, John. You you hit it right on on the nose there, and that's uh, that's what I would I would say to your listeners is to if they're not in something professionally or even in in their personal relationships where it it, it they don't feel respected or, uh, and, and they're just not, and they're, and they're clinging on, uh, don't, you know, it's, uh, you have to, you have to have a strong support system. And yes. and at the end of the day, do, um, jobs and things in your life that, that make sense for you, that you feel you have the best strengths in. but be open to learning new things, yes. but do more, do more of what you're good at, because again, we're not, do more of we're what not what at, Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, listen, listen, Rob, yeah. I, I think I'm going to make a prediction. I think that as you um, go forward to more interviews about your book, and I think you're going to have a lot of attention on this book. Um, Thank you. Uh, yes, really it, it sounds like it's going to be something that a lot of people can benefit from. And I think that as you continue on your promotional uh, efforts for your book, I think there's going to be more and more people. There's going to be a wave of people Who come into your uh, your circle of positivity? Uh, You you are you are you are a beacon of positivity. You are a beacon of hope, and I say this just knowing the little that I know about your backstory. Mm -hmm. And again, once I've read your book when it comes, I'm going to jump right into it. And I hope you'll have the time. And I say this, I hope you'll have the time. I know you're going to be a busy man going forward because of this book. But I hope you have the the time time to come back. Yeah.
1: Well, for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, and if I ever get out to Norway to visit, I'll, I'll come by oh, and, yes. and say hi. There absolutely. You you
0: absolutely. Well, yeah, well, and you're, tell you, well,
1: you're welcome here in Canada too. Hopefully uh, I was going to yeah,
0: say when I get back home to my family in Ohio, you know, uh, eventually yeah. I'll, I'll be going back maybe next summer, Canada, you know, Toronto yeah. is really not that far away. It not really isn't. Far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It'd be great to meet you one day. And, yeah. uh, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do this episode again it. with you after you I read the book. It. Awesome.
0: Rob Daniels, everybody. Thank you, my brother. Thanks a lot.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Sean Allen. We'll keep in touch, and uh, you do a great job and, and keep chasing uh, those dreams that, that light you up inside, too.
0: I will. I can't help it. I have to. <laughs> Thank you, man. You do. That's Thank what you.
1: makes life worth living.
0: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, man.
1: Yeah. Okay. Take care. Take care.